0: Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer Podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer Coaching Community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer Coaching Community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond, to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's going to deliver a competitive edge for your business, and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now I know your time is valuable and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a best places to work award and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team, 10 Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montez, founder of Scalosity Works and the Entrepreneur to Employer community. So I am still recording this podcast in my outdoor studio. Which, I mean, it's kind of cool, but you know, I know the sound quality may not be as solid as it needs to be. So just want to give you all a heads up that I'm still recording outside and we'll probably we'll be doing so for the balance of this month. But I do want to give a shout out to our podcast editor, Jessica Stanton. She does a fabulous job behind the scenes trying to clean up my uh, my audio. And if you have a podcast or you plan on releasing a podcast, she is definitely worth talking to. All right, let's get into today's topic. I want to talk today about seven mindset elements that you need to help build a sustainable business. So yes, this is a little bit outside of HR, but uh, looking at making a bit of a pivot here and adding on strategic business coaching to what I do to what we offer, because while HR is definitely a big component of building a team. There's a lot of other strategic business items that have to happen in order for you as a founder or a business operator, business owner to have a successful business. So I want to talk about the seven mindset elements that you need to build a sustainable business. Let's get into it. The reality is that mindset is a huge component to success. How we tackle each day, how we deal with setbacks, how we persevere can make or break our business. Those are the things that are very, very important besides just being, you know, having the hard skills to run a business. All right, we could be the smartest person in the world, but if we don't have the right mindset to push through some of these challenges, a high chance we're going to fail. So we know that hard work and repeatable processes are not enough to drive a winning business. They're just not. So to achieve your business success, despite today's volatile global markets, you have to adopt a mindset that's going to help you get there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And this is, it goes beyond traditional strategies of just repeatable processes. Your agility and your speed in responding to change and your willingness to consistently innovate to improve your processes, as well as improve the solutions and the outcomes is critical to the success of the business. And it's more important now than ever that we are nimble in our business. We have to be ready to make changes with very short notice, and we have to be ready to pivot. We have to be willing to be nimble. Now, the question becomes is, you know, when that comes up, the question becomes, how are we going to do this differently? The faster that we can ideate and come up with new ideas, the faster we can move, the better chances we have of success. Now, in my experience as a business advisor and as a business owner, I have often seen that these principles are not always followed at the lower level of an organization. They're followed at the higher ranks, but they're not followed at the lower levels. So it's important for you as a business owner to make sure that if you want This mindset to be adopted, it has to be driven throughout the entire organization. No matter role, title, whatever, it has to be permeated throughout the entire organization in order for it to be successful. So here are the top seven key strategic elements that I personally believe you need to facilitate with your team, with your company in order to achieve a winning mindset. Number one, you need to be willing to shift quickly with the times Be proactive in terms of anticipating what's going on and what's happening. Changes in business are going to occur very quickly now, right? The days of writing a five or a 10-year plan are long gone. The best we can really look at is one to two years. Now, it's great to sit back and go, "Where, where do I want to be in five years? Nothing wrong with that. But you have to be prepared to expect market changes and be willing and ready to adapt very quickly to those changes. See, most people in business are linear thinkers, and they miss really big opportunities, or they react after the fact. The ability to anticipate change early is recognized as the ability to see around corners, right? We all wish we had a crystal ball, but the more experience you get with business, you have to be able to start being able to look around those corners before you make that turn. We know somebody like Steve Jobs had that ability. He had the ability to look around the corners and see what was going to be happening. Granted, like I said, our crystal balls are always a little bit fuzzy, but we need to be able to look around that corner and go, okay, this is a possibility. This could happen. And if this happens, here's how I'm going to react. Here's how I'm going to respond. Here's how I'm going to be proactive. Number two, define and focus on a mission to add value. Now, of course, no argument, margin and profitability are important, but we have to be committed to adding more value to the lives of your employees and your clients And let's face it, we need to make the world a better place. So absolutely measure progress through metrics on sales, revenue, and market penetration, but seek customer feedback on ways to improve value, satisfaction, reduce friction in the process. Do the same thing with your employees, right? Make sure that you get feedback about the employee experience and are you making it a great place to work? Some market leaders have also found that adding a focus to a higher cause can help boost the company as well. Tom's shoes is a great example of this, right? For every pair of Tom's shoes that are sold, they donate a pair to somebody in need. Great cause. Uh, I would just urge a word of caution. If you're going to choose a a philanthropic path for your company, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Make sure you're choosing a cause you honestly believe in. Make sure it's something you can sustain. Don't just do it so that you have a a good-looking social media profile. And some viral content, right? If you're going to add a philanthropic aspect to your business, make sure it is coming from the right, with the right agenda and for the right reasons. Number three, make customer service a key priority. A lot has been written about focus on cash flow and the need for repeatable processes to assure business growth and success. The reality is that all of this is for nothing if your customer experience is not memorable at every level. The customer experience needs to be frictionless right? Make sure that your team members feel the same way and send the same message. And while you're at it, make sure your employee experience is as frictionless as it can be as well, right? The better you create an employee experience, the better your customers will get taken care of. It's as simple as that. And remember that customer experience is much more than just customer service because it does encompass all the customer touch points within your company. It's going to start with your brand image, your search visibility, your processes, and it's going to extend all the way through that sales transaction and post-sale as well. Number four, seek to dominate your market over competitors. I mean, let's face it, you can't build a business and be on the fringe of things. This doesn't mean you also need to build a business and be the next Apple or Microsoft right? That's not what I'm saying, but you are going to need to make sure that you get a decent amount of market share. If you want to build a sustainable business, you can't just be a fringe player on the side. So, you know, look for ways to demonstrate a better competitive advantage, find partners you can work with in complementary organizations that may give you bench strength in any area, right? Manufacturing, distribution, SaaS products, right? So make sure that you are prepared to find a way to dominate your market to the best of your ability. Number five, assure team members are fully engaged. Now, the reality is this, none of us are 100% engaged every moment that we're at work. It's just not humanly possible. And as a business owner, sometimes you have to step back and accept that fact. Am I engaged 40 hours a week? No, I'm not, right? There's spurts where I'll do deep work for a few hours and have a lot of productivity. And then for the next 30, 45 minutes, thinking about stuff or being a lot less engaged, if you will. So the key is this. Productivity and results are a result of personal commitment and accountability rather than hours worked. When you hire the right people onto the bus and they are dependable, the dependability will drive the accountability. So make sure when you are going to hire, you are looking for people that are fundamentally and intrinsically driven to be dependable. And I I really... Do like and recommend the servant leadership style of management rather than the command and control style, right? Make sure your team has the tools and training they need and an appreciation for the mission to serve the customer and make the place, make the world a better place. Number six, develop a mindset of improvement versus defense. Attacking competitors will never return a positive focus on making your company or your offering more compelling to customers. I'll give you a great example. A couple of weeks ago, I was on a call with a a client, CEO, and we are vetting new PEOs for her company. And we had a demo call with a PEO that wants the business. And the rep spent the entire 30 minutes bad-mouthing the incumbent PEO. Nothing good to say about them. They were terrible. Their pricing was bad. Their customer service was terrible. Spent the entire demo bashing that company. And it was just very unprofessional. And before the call is even over, the CEO and I were texting each other and said, yeah, they're out. We're not working with them. Regardless, they could have come in with the lowest price and the cheapest PEO out there. Doesn't matter. We're not doing business with them because of how that sales rep handled our due diligence call. So if you do hear team members bashing competitors and talking negatively and talking trash, it's a sign that you need to really work on that culture and evolve that culture to make sure that Team members understand there is no value in bashing our competitors. We have enough to work on to innovate and drive continuous improvement that we don't need to spend time bashing our competitors. Number seven, look for every opportunity to scale the business. Now, everybody loves to throw around the word scaling. I'm going to scale this business. In order to scale a business, you have to have a couple of things in place first. You have to have repeatable revenue, and you also have to have systems in place that can support that scaling. So without those two things, nobody's going to scale anything. Look at In-N-Out Burger. So if you're from the West Coast, and most likely even if you're from the East Coast, you've heard of In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger has spent years building their foundation. They are as solid as they come. They are best in class when it comes to delivering one product, hamburgers, period, end of story, right? And yes, I know that may be up for debate with some people, but it's hard to argue that In-N-Out does not give you a good consistent burger. They've put the systems in place, they have repeatable revenue. They have the foundation. Now they're, now they're scaling, right? They've expanded out of California. They're in Nevada. They're in Utah. They're in Texas. And most recently they announced they're going to Tennessee. They're opening up a corporate office in Tennessee and they're planting roots in the South, which is huge for them because five years ago, they said, we will never get outside of the Western geographic region. But now they have the systems in place The foundation is there. Now they're going to start scaling. And I wouldn't be surprised if in 15, 20 years, uh, In-N-Out is nationwide. So look for every opportunity to scale that business. You know, once you have your foundation set, explore new business models, look for additional market segments, find new ways to add revenue and value to the business so that you can scale it. Success requires constant experimentation and you have to be proactive rather than reactive in your initiatives and you have to keep learning. Not everything is going to work. When something doesn't work, look at why it didn't work, make that pivot and move forward. So with the world where it's at today, now is the time to learn and adopt new ways of thinking. Whether your business is a startup or a corporate conglomerate, doesn't matter. You can apply this to any type of business, regardless of size, right? In both environments, success is dependent on how you think about your business and the degree to which you are proactive in following up on that thinking. Only the right mindset is going to allow you to not only enjoy that success, but drive that success throughout all of your team members and take that business and build it to a sustainable model. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Entre to Employer podcast. Uh, If you have, I ask a couple of things of you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast so that you know every time a new podcast episode is uploaded. Uh, We do publish at least once a week. Also, leave a review. I would love to hear your comments and feedback. What other topics do you want to hear about? Do you like the episode? I read each and every each and every comment. And the more uh, more views we can get, the more people will be able to find this podcast. And if you do have a specific topic that you want to hear about regarding HR, people operations, business strategy leadership, send me an email at Brian M at ScalosityWorks.com. Send me an email and say, hey, I would love to learn more about this topic, or can you do it, can you answer this question on your on your podcast? I would love to absolutely get some, get some questions from our listeners and be able to address them in a future podcast. And last but not least, if you got value out of this podcast and you think there's somebody else that you know would, would absolutely learn from listening to this episode, grab the link to this podcast, text to them and say, hey, I just listened to this podcast. I think you'd enjoy it. Here you go. You can help us spread the podcast to more business owners and founders and operators, the more people we can help. All right, that's a wrap for this week. Make it a great week, and we will see you next week on the Entry to Employer podcast.